crazy Cause I want you baby But you don't so get out, get out, get out Hey guys, welcome to our amazing podcast This is Date Fails, woo! Which is always hosted by Stephen Kramer Glickman and Kate Quigley. Hello. The greatest of all time. How are you, Kate? Greatest you at failing. And failing. At dating. We're massive failures. I'm the worst. Everything sucks right now. You're doing fine, well, Kate. Well, I mean, look, like, I've been striking out a lot lately. I'm tired of chase. I'm a chaser, I've realized. Yeah. I. Every guy that's into me, I ignore. And every guy that like is kind of like half answering my texts, I'm like, that's the one I want. Oh, Kate. It's stupid. You know, you know which one you should really want? Uh, this therapist that I know. <laughs> I can hook you up. I told, I told you what happened with the therapist I was seeing, right? I have this great therapist. I was seeing like every every month. I'd go see him one time a month. Okay. And uh, and I I called him up to schedule my appointment. He goes, "Oh, sorry, Stephen. Um, I've I'm retiring. I'm not uh I'm not doing it anymore." No. I was like, "What? You're fucking retiring? Oh my god! Like you you know you 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 know all my secrets. Right. Like you're fucking out in the world. He can't you know retire. Everything? I was like, who, who, "Who am I supposed to talk to?" He goes, "Oh, I can send you some recommendations." I drive by his place like two months later. He. He, he just, never retired. He never retired. He just quit me. He was like, fuck he this Clickman. He didn't want you anymore. No, he literally like, like oh pretended to quit his entire life's work no. so he wouldn't have to talk to me Why anymore. would he do that? Because I guess I'm a giant pain in the ass. But you're I don't not know. that bad. I don't know. I'm Plus, a, you're paying him. I know. I know. I'm a living nightmare. He could have raised your rates. Uh, listen, we've got uh, an amazing guest. I want to bring him on right away because we're very lucky to have him. Yeah, uh, let's do that because I, do I don't feel like talking about my shit (laughs) (laughs) the guys uh from uh the incredibly successful huge hit television show two broke girls ladies and gentlemen the incredibly funny comedian jonathan kite is here hi (laughs) he's not wearing a headset you look dashing i'm thank you very much you're welcome i am i so what you just said about your therapist yeah uh by the way happy to be here um (laughs) the uh (laughs) It's funny because that that's like he broke up with you, right? But yeah. for like like, but the truth was he just had another family. Yeah, like he like you said he could have raised your rates. That's insane. Like, what are the odds that you? It's like you caught him doing something. You went back to see, and yeah. he was still there. He was still there. I drove did by you, his did, office, and he walked out of it into did you, his wait, car. Did you wait, wait. Yeah. I almost, I almost did. Guys, I wanted we're taking to. this podcast on the road right now. I would on love location. that. Yeah. Hashtag Stephen confronts. Why gonna, don't we? I'm gonna knock on his door and we be like, gonna knock on "We're gonna door. knock on his door together." Oh my! Can god Can we do that? Where is he located? Yeah. What's um, his name and social? How far? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, it was a really bad. It was. I mean, that was so. It was so. Talk awful. about fucking with your head. What You're awful who? thing to do. Wait, but how was your last session with him? Not great. Did you, I mean, it was okay. It was what did you right. do? We just look. We like. I go in and we talk about things. But it was maybe because I'm always. I was always nervous about something or panicking about something. I always was. You know, had some sort of uh, neuroses. That's why you're there. Yeah. It's called therapy. He's a therapist. You're supposed to talk about things. It isn't like a book. Like right. where you're like, all right, we've gotten to the last chapter. Sure. Stephen, you're done. Yeah. There's no sequel to no. this. No, you're supposed to be able to talk to them every week about, by or every month about something. Is he by any chance gay? 
Um, I don't, I don't know. Cause why. maybe, well, because maybe if he had feelings for you, oh. then he would have to not see you anymore as a client. Well, you know how they, how you usually, you sit on the couch and they sit on the chair. Did he sit on your lap? He used to sit on my lap most <laughs> He sat on my face, which was hard to hear my problems. Right. He felt my problems. I think we're getting closer to the source of the problem. Into, he was talking <laughs> yeah. into his balls. He could never was, see me because doing, yeah. his back was always towards me. Right. right. Yeah. That's he used a problem. to sit on the couch and hold my hand the whole time. Is that weird? I'm just kidding. No, no, no. But that would be he um, really dumped you though he really did though oh, he really was man. like yeah i'm out i'm out i'm sorry did you go out of your yeah. way to drive by his office or you just happened to be cruising it's by? like on the way home if uh-huh. i'm in a whole different neighborhood there's a whole foods that's closer <laughs> to you see but i think yeah. is what we're trying to say uh, very possibly there needs to be a tinder for therapists right oh, that'd be great that's a great idea yeah. trademark yeah. <laughs> trademark Therapinder. Oh my god. So, but when when he dumped you, right? Did you have a hunch that he was lying? Because no, I mean, why said, would you drive said, uh, by? You know what? I've got to go and take care of my uh, my my uh, my uh, father. Did he stutter that much? Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of like I gotta. He said, "Take care of thing. my father." Because I have to retire because my father is very uh, very. Uh, How very, old is uh, he? Ill. Uh, he's a 50, 45, something like that. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that TV land show, retired at 30 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a red flag, bro. That's 45 a- year old guy being like, I think I've done all I can do here. Yeah. With every client. Right. Yeah. I'm moving on. Yeah. And then, well, then I was driving up Beverly Boulevard, which is where his office is, on just on the way home uh-huh. from like, when where I saw exactly? him come out of the office. And well, it's like a, like a, right, right next to Starbucks. It's in Starbucks. Is it bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the office is, is in Starbucks. Starbucks. I think what he meant is he had to take care of another customer. Right. He's a barista. Yeah. That's possible. Wow. That's possible. Yeah. Wow. It was, a, it was rough. It was a rough one. Nothing would fuck with my head more than if the guy that I'm going to to share my problems oh, was yeah. like, sorry, you're too hard to deal with. Because that's already what I think is wrong with me, that I'm yeah. hard to deal with. Yeah. That if my therapist dumped me, I think I'd probably kill myself. You Are you what? okay? I'm fine. Oh, okay. You know what, the first, <laughs> when did it the, happen? This, uh, maybe like a year and a half ago. Something like that. Oh. Oh, so you're yeah, fine. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you look quick. great. I'm doing okay. I feel like you need to drop him long ago. I'm, yeah. like, I'm a neurotic Jew. I'm always going to be a neurotic Jew. Like, I would go to him. I'd be like, I have to fly on a plane tomorrow. I'm so nervous. There's What if there's a, t- a, a terrorist attack? I was always very afraid Women, of everything. Um, Number one, is he a neurotic Jew? Uh, no, he's not. You need to go to your to ne- your own people. Yeah, I need, own, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Go you need to go to an Israelite. Yeah. Um, who, 100% right. But you know what I mean? Just because they won't... Yeah. They'll understand you. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, it's just another neurotic another. Jew like I me. Hate, no, they're going to say, I hate going on planes as well. Don't drive if you can. <laughs> <laughs> they're enabling all That's your perfect. fears. You're right. like 10 perfect. times worse after you leave there. I think I'm having problems with my girlfriend. Oh, it's understandable. She's probably cheating on you. <laughs> Wait, what? Jumps to every possible right. bad conclusion. Oh the next God. time I see you, you're like wrapped in bubble wrap. Oh, my God. That's how it would end up being. It'd oh be like my. a what about Bob situation. How's your foot? I have to ask. Um, it goes into a cast tomorrow. You broke it the night we did the show. I know, I know. And you know what? Since we since I broke it, they've been saying to me, "Yeah, um, you just stay off of it." And I was like, "Oh, so I shouldn't fly to New York twice mm-hmm. and travel everywhere?" And I, I've, 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 it's worse. So now it has to go to a cast. Yeah, your doctor feels like he's saying, "I need to go take care of my father." Right. Let's uh, get out of this relationship. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So it goes into a cast tomorrow morning. It'll he's be fine. A cast for like he's going to be fine. You look, 
He did it to. I'll be fine. He did it to himself. I did it to. I was yeah. He was there the night it happened. Well, no, I don't even mean the night of the injury. I mean since the injury. Like he pretty much is like, oh cool, I have a broken foot. I'm just gonna do more shit than I ever do in my life until it gets so bad they have to put it in a cast. He wants the cast. That's a TV show. You know a guy what? tries to do extreme things with a broken foot, right. okay, yeah. but not until things he's never tried before. But the yeah, only yeah, reason yeah. is because he said he's always wanted to cast so people could draw things on it. Right. Obvi, when people oh, get a cast yeah. and you can't, it's one of those you can't draw. And I'm like, why did you even break it? Right. Yeah. If like, I had a cast, I would have everybody. Can you frame a cast after yeah. it's done? Oh, yeah. That you have, you have to. to. Yeah, How do you do yeah. that? Do you break it, uh, open it up? And yeah, then they saw flop. it off you. They cut it off you. They cut it in half. Or what I'd say is um, you stick a metal rod through it and you display it. Like on a like on a, a stand of a bus. Yeah, that's a nice idea. You can make it into a lamp. Put a light bulb coming out the top. There we go. I now love we that. have a plan. Now we have a plan. You should get everyone to sign it. That's a great idea and draw on it, and then you could auction it for charity. You know, it's so funny. People said I should I should have a black cast. You should because then people will sign, black, sign it in black. No, they'll sign it in white in uh, white uh, uh, white ink, and uh-huh. then it'll look like the, front of the comedy store. Oh, sorry. What were we talking about? Give me two seconds, guys. Can we try to fix that last comment? Put the time machine button here. There's nothing. There's no time machine button. Just me touching the table a lot. Hey, okay, Maria. Great. Maria, you don't have a microphone over there, do you? Sadly, no. Uh, all right. So uh, she can't. She has no time forget machine. Forget it. That's too bad. Um, mm. wow. not, thank you for asking. Thank you for indulging. I need you as my therapist. There we go. Indulging in my awkward impossibilities. A- absolutely. Yeah. I had a therapist one time many, many years ago who said uh, when we started talking about like awkward sexual things that had happened to me like when I started dating like my first time having sex like things like that I started I started telling him these things and he just kept going like this oh man that's crazy he was doing a play-by-play. He was like, man, oh, man, what a crazy, crazy thing to have happened in your life. Man, that's crazy, huh? And I was like, I, if you, you keep saying crazy. and uh, it's making How me many feel... therapists have you been through? I've been, I've been to, like, look, you know. Um, how, how many have fired How many of them weren't Dick Vitale? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, three less than uh, than Richard Lewis. Just, like, three less oh. than him. I went out with I've a guy. I went out with a guy once who started a sentence with, it like, let me see. It was about four therapists ago, and I literally was oh, like, "Cool, whoa. I'm out." Yeah, I actually <laughs> said I have an early morning. <laughs> I gotta oh, get out here. Oh my god! Man, if you're just listening in, that means <laughs> you said something weird in the unforgivable category. Unforgivable. Well, my aunt's a therapist, mm-hmm. so I grew up with like someone in my family doing it. So it wasn't like a weird. Mm. It wasn't that weird. And you still thing. turned out like this. I still turned so out weird. like this. Yeah, well, I like. I mean, like I like sitting and talking to somebody. Now it's a lot better because I have stand up. I can go and talk about it on stage. Stand up is like therapy. I have like friends. I can talk to my friends about it. And but stuff it's lucky like you're funny. Yeah. Because there are people who aren't funny. Yeah. I, and I, I was in college, um, doing my first. Like, um, it wasn't like an open mic. It was just like a, a student coffee house or whatever. And this one guy got on stage and he had a very funny opening line about, I don't know, like, oh, I can't afford a therapist. So that's why I'm here. And like, it was the way he worded it was very charming or whatever. And right. then he went on to like pretty much describe his own personal like Schindler's list oh, and God. the crowd just like we are 
our whole emotional like we were seated but we started receding internally oh my god we couldn't get out because like you can't leave so uncomfortable you're so close to him he can see you yeah 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 and there's no you know i mean no one there's no exit exactly we just it was like a tyrannosaurus rex we're like stay still and maybe he'll think when he doesn't see movement that we've left yeah and it was like it was it was one of the saddest things I've ever been a part of, and oh. I was like, "You do need a therapist. Right. Stand up is not for no, everyone." No, you know, it should have been the no, name of his special. That's it. <laughs> there are no jokes. There were no jokes. There were it was just there sad. Were no jo- it was just. It was like if you had to break it down in a fifteen list track list on an album. Oh my god, they all would have been sad. Oh like that's the my title. God. So you would have been like, "How do I delineate sad track one from sad track three? No, oh, it's the same oh, sad Jesus. story. And it went on. You know, you get like in those shows, you're. Most people at that age haven't started doing stand-up, you know? Right. So they give you such limited time. Yeah. But his, he, I think he didn't realize it and just was in his own kind of stuff. Oh, my God. So, like, he was oh just blowing God. through the light. And, like, we were all kind of like, oh, no, we're going to die here. <laughs> right. You know, the, like, the, we're never leaving. never <laughs> Remember me as a legend. Oh God! Well, the the reason I started going was uh, a a year into doing the kids show. I was like, I had more money than I'd ever had. I I, I was uh, I things were going really well. Like all sure. the stuff was happening that that I'd never experienced before. And all the kids. It was after after we did the show for a year. All the kids that was on I was on the show with. Uh, we all went away from each other for like six months. And then when we came back, they had been the kids. We'd all experienced the exact same thing. Like we all knew all the same people. We were all, this was all, all of our first time on a TV show. And then when we came back from six months, they had gone on tour around the world, like touring and opening for like Justin Bieber and having all these huge experiences. And when they came back, they were like a team and they had nothing to do. They didn't, they wouldn't talk to me about anything. If wow. they like, if they were talking, they, these four guys who I, I care a great deal about, sure. I, I just worked with for a year. They would be mentioning names of people like, Oh, don't forget to call Jimmy later. And I'd be like, Oh, who's Jimmy? And they'd be like, it's none of your business. Don't worry. What? About it. And I, I kept feeling horrible like about it and it it kept happening every day where like I kept feeling like less and less a part of my own thing. You know you were like and, I'm not really Lou Pearlman. Yeah. Right. Like I was like we're friends like we're on a thing but they wow, kind of all man. they didn't realize they were doing it and so I was like Did you feel I like need- you were back in high school and you were like yeah. not the cool kid? Like, That's just, what it sounds it, like. It felt yeah. horrible and no one else was affected by it. Like everyone else thought it was no big deal but I felt like they went away for the summer and all got breasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it and was you like, were still yeah. flat. Yeah. I was still flat chest. I, I did not know what Call was going when on. You get your flow. Oh, seriously. <laughs> and I, I, I felt so out of the loop. And so I went and talked to a therapist about it. And he was like, wow. you need to sit them down and be like, look, we are friends. You're being hurtful by not including totally. me. I think that's right. Even if it's outside, even if it's like you're, you know, the people that you're talking about have nothing to do with me. You still have to like keep me. You know, like you don't have to tell me who they are. You can just say, "Oh, it's from this or from that." But you're you're out. You're putting me out. Well, they all reflect their own reality. So, like the fact right. that there's three others like supporting their behavior completely like, because they're doing the same thing, right? And the thing is, like you know, for it's weird. Like when you do when you start to do something like that where you're a team. And you're like, you do a ton of episodes together and you're in like this rhythm and the system together and you create such a bond when you go away and it keeps coming back, like the dynamic good and bad, it changes from year to year. Like you think Mm. 
it will be the same. Like when I, before I got anything, I was like, oh, I'm sure everything will be the same. And it's weird because nothing else I've been able to relate to in life like that. So the fact that we, I actually think we're closer now than we ever have been before, but we didn't know each other at all when we started the show. Right. And so it was really weird to like, I mean, that's how it works though. You throw like five people because Jennifer Coolidge, who plays my wife, wasn't on the show yet. Right. Like, and it was weird, but it's, but I can totally see because I've been on other sets where I have actually said to myself, I bet these people used to be closer and they're not now. Weird. And it's so like, you interesting. Don't know, because like people are, you know, like getting recognized, like kind of doing those experiences. There's no, there's nothing like to equate to it. Like yeah. not good or bad. It's yeah. not like the best thing. It's not the no worst thing. No one can thing. really relate to it yeah. except for the people exactly. in that circle. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. So like you like strengthen this bond with those specific people. And then when you come back, it feels like everybody else has changed right. and you haven't because they are the consistency in your life. Those sure. three other people. Yeah. And it really is the other way around. And you kind of don't know it for good or for bad. Not yeah. that like totally. the people were dicks or on the other shows that I was on, but like you just were like, oh, I bet there's something that happened to those people that didn't happen for these people. And now it's like shifting the continents. Yeah. So what happened? Did you have the continent? I did. I had, I sat all four guys down. I was like, look, it's gotten weird. You guys have your own thing going on. That's great. And I'm proud of you. But like, I have like, I'm a part of this thing that we're doing right now together. And I feel like you guys are kind of putting me out. Like I'm not really a part of it. And it hurts my feelings. How did they react? It. They felt like shit. Good. And they, and they, they were like, new <laughs> who this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. They changed their whole attitude towards awesome. me. And, Good, man. and then we did, you know, three more years together and it was great. I feel like we're but having a therapy session for you right now. You might be. You might be. <laughs> Podcasts are the new therapy. They really are. Oh, yeah. that's depressing. Is that happened with you did ha, what's the what's the relationship been like for you with everybody on that you show know, it's it's kind how of, many seasons have you guys done we're in the middle of five. Oh wow yeah it's kind I'm of ma- that's yeah. great thank Muzzle you yeah. thank you so that's much huge. we're like we're pretty, really excited um th- this season is going well and we premiered last thursday and um um i don't know who that was but um <laughs> yeah i mean i think that our relationship has gotten significantly better yeah because we're there so much of the time that um we really only have each other yeah and so like we because we do it in front of a live audience and sometimes the scripts change a lot like the jokes and whatnot of the memorizing which is fun but it's also incredibly intense and very specific to our show um you know other shows i've done have not been like this and even when the guest cast comes on they're like wow this is the most change i've ever received and i've been working for 20 years i mean the the guest cast you know would say that so i think that we've kind of feel like we're going through this together and we only have each other yeah it's like that you know like, I, you know, I see like, you know, in Iron Man three when they're all falling out of the plane and they all have to grab onto each other. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. And even though they don't know how to skydive, you know, in the movie, but they realize that they can make it if they all hold on. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. We kind of jumped out of a plane and we're like, as long as we hold tight, we'll be able to get through this together. Wow. Totally. So I think we I mean, I, I, I think like, you know, please call in and let us know if I'm wrong, guys. <laughs> but um. I think we all really love and respect each other and um, believe in each other, which I think is super cool. And we're not competitive with one another. It's great. At all. That's which so I'm, great. I'm, to- I'm dead serious about it. Like, and I think when people come to the show and see it live, like they can really see that, that we're really on each other's side and hoping, because, you know, we want the show to do well and it's only going to do well if we're there for each other not if we like pull away and try to do our own BS. Well I'm sure that makes it a better show too. You guys all have chemistry because you're actually friends. That's true. Which makes a huge difference. We didn't know each other like the two girls who are the leads Yeah, they didn't know each other before the, the chemistry read. 
Oh, wow. Which is wow. crazy because like the people, I mean, you know, when I met them, we all kind of met at the table read and we're like, we read the script, you know, so they were like, oh, you know, Kat Denning, she's going to be the main girl. And I was like, oh, great. And everybody else they hadn't cast yet. So then we kind of met the person that we had read and, and we're like, oh my God, you look like, that's awesome. You're going to be this, like the guy who's going to play Han. That's so funny. And so it was very comfortable. And we sat around um, in a writer's room, which is like the bungalows and Warner Brothers. And it was very chill that we actually did like a whole read through and get to know the writers and Michael Patrick King like took us out and um he wanted us to be a family and really to because I think that he really saw the vision of this thing it wasn't going to be a one-off and I think that you know he really believed in it and saw the potential and so I think that he was like meet the writers we'll all have drinks we'll have um you know like a, a party a get together so that when we come on set it's like you already know who these yeah, people are that's so smart it is smart yeah Very I can't smart. imagine not doing that I feel like it's just the smart move to put you all together that way they don't do that in other shows I've been on and it's like you're just kind of there and so you're trying to learn everybody and be respectful and do your job yeah and it's like you're meeting people and already on the show you're meeting like you know 10 new people a week right. like our guest cast last night was so big and we now we had such a great experience that we all went out for drinking you know we all, we all for drinking I'm like some for Polish drinking. guy who's just learning <laughs> we all went out for drinking in face hold last night eh? uh. <laughs> back forward to drinking and um, uh, that's the podcast that I'm trying to push I use your podcast that to sounds push great. My, my fake podcast <laughs> for right. drinking it's like an inception it's like a Rick and Morty bit it's for drinking you yeah. come and have a drink that's great oh you've done the podcast podcast oh, yeah. you learned <laughs> Happy to on podcast. Click with Steve. Let's take a caller from uh, the drinking podcast. Hello, it's me. I'm drinking. Thank you, caller, for in to call. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We went out last night. It was a cool experience. But I think that's kind of what I love about it because I grew up in the theater. So like the family aspect of it yeah. is really, um, I think it's a cool thing when it's there. It doesn't have to be there because I think most jobs, you know, when you do films and stuff, yeah. you're in and you're out or whatever. And, um, but this, if we're going to be around each other, it's just very helpful that we all like each other. Of yeah. course. Yeah. That's always nice. What about dating on, on set? Have you uh, dated anybody from the show or have you brought any dates to the show? I've never brought, it's the same thing with stand up. You, us, I don't let. I will not let guys come. Period. It's such a weird like. Thing. You won't let guys come. Period. <laughs> period. Guys, wow. That's why I'm single. <laughs> we are never going to beat that line. That's why I'm single. That's the end. Uh, I get to climax and then I'm out. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Oh, I wish that was true. Um. Oh uh, no. I just wanted to give that enough silence. Yeah. Like I wish that was true. <laughs> It's like, our, it's like the room just went to half mast. Yeah. I don't even know that how it's possible, but the, the ceiling got lower. <laughs> and now it's back up. I um, might be turning red. I'm actually uh, like, all I'm thinking about right now is sex. Oh, I need to have Okay, let's just keep going. Your, just style, keep, just called, keep your style, your sex style is called come and go. Come and go. <laughs> how long has it been, Kate? What's the time? What's time? What time? I mean, uh, not that long this no? time. All right. There was, a four, there was like a three month period. Wasn't I, kinda, there? I hooked up with strip club guy. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Wait, what? Did you go to a strip club or you were... I went out with a guy who took me to a oh, strip oh, the club. Guy, oh, my God. I thought you meant the other guy that works... No, God. The, okay, all right. Go. But he was there that night. Oh, my God. I love how there are multiple guys that could be strip club guy. <laughs> yeah. Wait there. a minute. Bernard? No, Shavanda. Oh. Shavanda's brother, Maurice? Yeah, no. I hooked Which up with- Maurice? I hooked up there were three of them. <laughs> I had a guy take me, basically, long story short, invite me out to meet him at a strip club. And it was a guy that was I'm like listening. so hot that I was like dying to hook up with him. So I went. 
even though I've never been to a strip club before, I got to the strip club and I don't want to retell this whole story, but the short version is he wasn't the best guy. He was trying to hook up with like six or seven different girls at that the same time the that night at the strip club. So he created his own The Bachelor. Yes. <laughs> you just saw a guy with a stack of roses. Oh yes. my God. Roses for the lady. But, I, that guy. but I laughed. Roses for the lady. Yes. <laughs> um, you laughed? I laughed because I was so, like, that's oh, not- so you didn't hook uh, up with him? Not that night. Hysterical. Another night. So another night. <laughs> oh my god! It was a moment of weakness. Was he good? Yes. Oh wow! All right. Have you hooked up with him again? No, one time. Okay. You were again come and go. Come and go. It was really good. Oh though. wait, wait a second, Jonathan. You'll appreciate this at my at you know our show that we the nighttime show. Yeah, of course. Okay, so it. okay, so uh, the last one we did. Uh, an ex girlfriend of mine showed up to the show who I haven't seen in seven Not- years. Different girl from different girl. The- totally no different girl shows up. I haven't seen her in seven years. She walks up to me and she goes like this: "This is uh, you're going to be me, okay? okay. I'm going to be her, okay? Yeah, yeah." So you just ask me. You go, "Oh my god, hey, it's so great to see you again." Can I run my line down? Yeah, I'll remember. I got it. I got it. It's so great to see you again. How have you been? Can I improvise? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah, yeah. So you be me. Ready? I'm going to be her. This is exactly how it happened at a comedy show. Whoa, you've let yourself go. Oh, oh, really? Oh, hey. I thought you were somebody else. So good to see you. Oh my How God, have you been? Great. Oh, um, <laughs> terrible. Wait, what? I've been really, really bad. What do you mean bad? Like Michael Jackson's Things bad? have been really bad. And I was like, great. Well, there's a bar over there. I got to go to You're my like, Why did I give this woman 10 the minutes? What the fuck is did happening she, here? Did she bring her kid? She has a kid, right? Yeah, she has a kid. She brought her kid to the date when was we it went your out. kid? No. Okay. Thank God. She I put, thought maybe you should, she showed up to the comedy club holding a little Glickman. And she's oh like, not good. Oh. You guys can't see it, but I'm miming, burping slash breastfeeding right now. Yes, he is. It uh, looks great. That, a, how story. are you? No. We're not great. We're not great. <laughs> Baby Glick ain't going good. That, oh, it God. would be such a better story She's, if that were true. That's like the night. I think that's the nightmare is that a, 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 some girl you hooked up with one time shows up to your show. Yeah. <laughs> you think? In the middle of your closer. Was that, was, oh. that, was, that your, was that Tom Hanks that sounded no, like Tom Hanks is, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can we go back to Jonathan's dating life? I want to hear about Jonathan's dating life. I'm more fascinated with that. I don't, so I'll tell you. So in the past, women have asked me, Yeah. Can we come to the club or whatever to watch? And the thing is for me, because I'm new to stand-up. I've only been doing it for like three years. Oh, wow. And so it's it's very much work to me. Like I love doing it so much, but I'm, I'm from... Um, an acting background, and then I've I've done a lot of like theater um, uh, and stand up. I'm I'm sorry, um, uh, sketch and improv, and so it was like theater, sketch, improv, stand up. Yeah. And so for me, I think there's a lot of expectations on me because I've been fortunate enough to like get I'm like past at the improv and I'm past the Laugh Factory, and um, so when I get on those shows, like it's like people like the other night I was I was like so hashtag blessed to be on this lineup that was they were legends like it was unbelievable where were you at the factory at the factory yeah. it was like everybody there I mean it, it could have been like it could have been like 
you know, like a Lincoln Center performance. Yeah. And it Jeez. was like, and I was on the, I was like one, uh, one of those people and, th- and they've been doing it forever and they're so talented, so funny. So for me, I'm like, you got to crush like every single night. It's never. I feel that pressure too. Yeah. So I yeah. don't, people are like, where, where are your workout rooms? And I'm like, well, I have my bath and my bed. Those <laughs> are my workout rooms. Yeah. Because I like will do, because I do impressions and I do like um, maybe characters and stuff. So I work out in my car. And then I literally go on. If I think something will crush, I have to decide in my head and then I'll do it at Laugh Factory on Saturday night. You know, I do that too, though. Don't you feel in some ways like I I feel I'd rather try that out in front of a packed crowd that's like a good crowd than try it out in front of like nine people on a bar show or something. I don't I just it's way better. Yeah. I mean, like those bar. It's funny. My my best friend is getting into stand up. He's been doing it for about a year. And, you know, he comes to me with his, you know, like, oh, I'm doing this bar. And I'm like, dude, the bar shows are only. You know, there's like that, there's like that, um, the movie or the book, The Phantom Tollbooth, where like, um, yeah, uh, there's this one thing where like he's trying to get out of this area and he's in this area called the doldrums. Well, these oh, yeah. things are just like kind of sleepily. They look like, like, um, nasal drips with personalities oh, yeah. and they just kind of like Sexy. put his, um, well, I sound like that. So, uh, um, <laughs> that, that they're just like slowing your life down and they're trying to get you to sleep so you don't leave that area. Mm. I'm like, that's what bar shows become in, in some of those respect. Like people have great jokes that die there so they think they're not good exactly and then it's like you and then then the confidence is lost on something that you were really excited and pumped about yeah so it's like i you know you know if i'm gonna fail i'd rather fail in a fantastic manner which i've done like i've bombed all the time so hire me for your comedy club. <laughs> um, but um that's what the poster says he's bombed and it's me quoting I myself bombed all right. the time no he bombs it's like oh who said that okay oh, said that about himself in the third person what a douche um he's a douche that bombs and so um funny. douche bomb um but uh there's your first special yeah douche bomb no douche bomb is my cologne oh i'm sorry oh <laughs> i'm actually wearing that right douche now bomb. it's very good i am it doesn't work above the waist right i noticed um, that yeah yeah it's like ugh. but b- below below um but below that's the tagline right it doesn't work below the waist but below ellipses why is he creepy what kind of filter is that that he used to take that shot and um but below but below we haven't worked out the spelling for but yet we're going through censors sure um but below no so i don't i want to crush it so for me and i don't sometimes like there are people that i will specifically like to hang out and watch because i just enjoy their comedy or i think i can learn from them yeah so i don't want to bring somebody there and then sit with them while i'm working yeah, I'm the same way. So well, what about what about on set? Have you brought any girls to the set? No, or? never, because we're mm. my mother, um, but she's more of a lady. And uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I brought her because you know, but for me, like it's a great. She loves it so much, and she's so my you know so supportive, and always has been. My That's parents cool. have always been great. So um, it's it's um yeah, but bringing women to the set is like. We're, we're like we're there. We're working. It's working. super intense. Yeah, and um, it's just not like I want to have a good time, and I don't want to feel like that added pressure of like like people have like girls have come seen me do stand up. Sure, uh, and I've been hilarious, obviously. <laughs> of course, but, um, but I think with with those type of things, now that I'm trying to put together an hour special, I'm really like you know I'm I have such a agenda when I go to the clubs. And so, like, I need to do very specific sets and then sure. get to the next show. Like, tonight I'm doing two shows, and so I have to know what I'm going to do for the first show, do that set, 
then run to the second club, know what I'm going to do a different 10 minutes and do that just so that I can make the most of those experiences. Totally. I have the same oh. rule. Guys don't get, they really don't understand. Like, and it's like almost impossible to make them get it. But the, I always say to people, it's like, I would never come to your job and hang out. Like, why would you want me to? Like, it doesn't. It, I think that some people think that it's impressive. Like, I understand like if you were, if you, like we have elevated or like glamorous things if you say oh i do stand up or whatever people are like oh i love stand up i'd love to come to the show but i think at some point i mean like if i'm doing an hour or like if i'm gonna go do a something and i was with somebody that i would maybe invite them to like the hour because i'm inviting like everybody right right but not this or like i'm taking notes and i'm trying to figure stuff yeah, out and totally really looking for the laughs because because the truth is i'm doing it for them i don't want I want my focus to be on them and give them the attention right. instead of split them at a strip club with six other women. <laughs> That's just not where I'm coming from, you know? That's not my school of thought. Well, what about what's dating like for yeah, you? Yeah, what do you do? Has it changed a lot since Two Broke Girls? Like, how um, is this It's changed, it? you know, I think I try to not, I like that I don't look exactly the way I do on the show. Right. So um, it's nice for me that people don't immediately associate with the mm -hmm. show because I you're never sure you know the, the the more you kind of go up you you're never sure if people are um it's kind of changed I need when I when I'm looking for somebody I always look for somebody who's successful who like has their own shit going on yeah you know just because you just never you know you want somebody who's as busy as you are because sometimes I get ridiculously busy and you don't want someone who's like at home waiting for the phone to ring. Totally. Um, and it's nice. Like you, you, I always think like steel sharpens steel. So you want somebody who's driven and successful yeah. and intelligent and, you know, talented. I like that steel sharpens. Yeah. It's like my, well, that's my, you know, cause I think the friends that I have in life, they're like the friends I've had forever. And I think that we make each other's lives better. And I think sure. that's the, that's the defining quality. Yeah. Of, of our friendship. That's like the glue that holds us together. Yeah. Is totally. that, and I think that in life, like you shouldn't keep people around in life that don't do that for you. I totally agree with yeah, that. Even if you make everybody's life better, if they're not like, it's got to be reciprocated. You have to add something to yeah, your I'm life. I'm not going to yeah. live the giving tree, people. And, um, <laughs> you know, but that happens. You see a lot of people and I, I don't, I think the, the the more successful you get, the harder it is to just, to make those decisions. Like you don't want hanger honors. That's true. So, yeah, so it's fun. So, I mean, dating is fun. I mean, I don't have a lot of time. That's what I'm... I was going to ask you. How do you meet people? Because you are probably super, I can only imagine, you got to be super busy. Are you on dating apps? Have you done any of that stuff? Somebody sent me um, a, a, an invitation for there is a, um, <laughs> I think we can say this on the air. Yeah, you can um, say whatever you want. I think Bill Cosby is innocent. No, no, no. Um, I, uh... <laughs> Uh, Except for that. No, it's All an right. app. It's an app. What? It doesn't let you swipe left. I'm kidding. Guys, oh. let's... Uh, oh. You didn't see it, but I picked up one of the mics and just dropped it. What? Um, <laughs> what, what that should be the quote when you, for the when, episode. When you, when you, yeah, for sure. Back, you Jonathan swipe right? Kite. Can you Bill write that down, Maria? Um, just, no, no, right, be there. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, yes. It's always yes. I'm coming. What? So, um, the... Uh, <laughs> um, Wait, they send you an invitation for oh, what? There was somebody at, we were going over like dating apps because friends of mine have met their wives mm -hmm. on dating apps. Mm -hmm. And I've not really, um, the one that came up the other day was Bumble, I guess is like the big one. I've, I've never. I've never used it because it's not on Android. It's only on iPhone. But I've heard it's great. Women have to approach you. It's how it works. Yes. But a friend of mine who works on the show 
who's an incredibly attractive woman who's on the crew is like, she thinks it's a scam because she's like all of the guys who are who are on it look like male models. She's like, I haven't seen a dud yet. Really? And so I was, yeah, I was, I was like, well, okay. Um, it sounds, it sounds like people's the opposite of Tinder. Whereas like my friends were on Tinder. I'm like, how's Tinder? They're like, no, it's just prostitutions. That's just what guys tell me. But just, see, for women, it's not like that. I actually right. meet real guys yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all my friends who are on it, and according to stand-up comics in LA, um, who have a tight <laughs> five on it, um, you know, it's all prostitutes. So, but, so the, anyway, the, my a friend of mine um, who was like, have you heard of this dating website that's only for celebrities that you have to get approved? And I was like, we, I literally, I go, Do, are we doing a script from an infomercial? What? Swear. This is, this is real. So... He goes, just check it out, see how it is. So they, he sent it to me, and you don't have to link up with anything. I guess like they, somebody said Tinder, you have to do your Facebook or something. Like yes. it links to your phone or whatever. Yeah. Well, this is like they were, the, the, somebody said the difference between this and everything else is it doesn't link to anything. Oh, your Instagram, because they have to check to approve that you're, you're real. famous enough. You're real. And they have to approve you. Jeez. Wait, but I have a question. Isn't that crazy? Does that mean that well, you? It's like a matchmaking service, almost. Well, yeah. Well, but... isn't there isn't there Match.com? Yeah, no, 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 that was taken. An actual <laughs> matchmaking service. No, no, but but like it's not. So people. So I read reviews. I didn't sign up for it because they uh, they approved me. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but then but then there was like a fee Amazing. of like it was like I don't remember how much it was a month or like you could pay for a six month block. And then then um, I read a review because my friend was on it. And he hadn't had like a lot of success on it. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just see how it, um, it, it goes. But that to me is already weird to meet people online. Like that way for me, like I guess because I'm, I'm social, yeah. I go out enough and we live in L.A. Yeah. And there's like so many, uh, you know, attractive people out there. Yeah, it totally. Yeah. I wonder it, because it's like you could get something online, but it's like. You go to the bar, like I did a stand-up show the other night at Village Idiot, mm-hmm. right. and um, and th- I was like, my buddy came to, you know, like he was just gonna hang out or whatever, and I looked around and it was a Wednesday night, and I was like, are they setting up for a reality show? Like everybody there, and and Village Idiot ain't cheap, so the girls that hang out there, they got jobs, yeah, yeah. they got money, yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> so it's like you you you're there. And you're like, these all are like totally successful, intelligent, gorgeous, you know, well-dressed women. Like that was what the bar, that was the theme that night. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like for me, so anyway, I, I did the app, I got approved and then there was the money thing. And then I, I asked my buddy, it's only New York and LA. I mean, they have it all over the world, but it's, or it's growing, but like celebrities, you think New York and LA, maybe Chicago, maybe Miami. Right. But it's like, whereas Tinder works like all over the world, right? But wait, I have a question about this app. So only celebrities can get on it. So that means you have to date another celebrity? I don't know because I didn't do it. But the way it was pitched to me at the timeshare meeting was... um, was that it was, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, read the pamphlet that's left for you. Um, let me tell you, Boca Raton is, it's, it's on the up. Just, just, you, you'll see. I tell you, you know, um, it's, it's the, it's, so the email is Boca Raton's on the up, whatever, whatever. But, um, it's, um, it's like models for women. Yeah. A lot of models, but they they listed online, like some pretty famous people who were on it. Yeah, they, I'm or sure. Supposedly on it. Oh, geez. So, so I, I mean, here's the thing. Done? Here's the thing about yeah, that sure. is that like, I don't, cause on one hand, I don't like to date like talent just because I think it's t- it's like two comics or two actors. It's so much of the same. It's like you talk about it all the time. Totally. But the reason I kind of like 
dating people who are a little bit in the public eye is because they understand the concept of kind of like a public image versus a private I image. I totally agree with you. So yeah. I can kind of see why that would be attractive to someone like who is famous because then you're dealing with people that get that. Beyonce and Jay-Z. Have, have you I dated yeah. anybody that, that's kind of famous or that's kind of an actress mm. or something like that? No. I mm. mean, no, not that I'm trying to think of anybody that you... Is there anybody that you have kind of like a thing for, like that you'd like to try to make something happen with? Ava Green. I don't know who that is. From From my heart. Oh wow. No, she's um (laughs) she was in uh Penny Dread. Oh, she was Vespa Lynn in Casino Royale. Oh, okay. We can make this happen. She is so fucking talented. Like she's unbelievable. And she's not one of my favorite shows in the world, which is Penny Dreadful. Wow, yeah. And um she plays the lead. She's or oh, she's wow. like the the medium on the show. But, um, so, so she's not only she drop dead gorgeous, but she's she's like unbelievable. Her talent level, there's nothing she can't do. She was in um she was in the new uh, three hundred movie. She played the the um the the opposition. Oh, yeah, okay. We I need to make this happen. Yeah, we need this needs to be our mission. After we go totally. to your therapist's office and sort that shit out. Thank you. The I next stop. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're all doing favors for each other. Yeah. I will come with you to the therapist's <laughs> office and threaten him <laughs> if you help me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we have to end the show shortly, but before we end it, uh, Jonathan, uh, we're gonna we're gonna throw out a quick uh, one of our favorite things to do, which is to talk about date fails we've actually had. The worst date. The worst. Ever been on. You've ever been on. Or worst sexual experience. Just worst anything awful. Worst date. Anything like this? Anything come to mind right away? The worst date I was ever on was um I met somebody, and this wasn't even bad. The worst sexual experience somebody um threw up on me once. What? Um, <laughs> oh my god. But it was really? also the best. Um, uh, but um, no way. But for, for, hashtag for threw true, up on you, give, giving you. Yeah, a, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, it was also the it best. was also the best. And then no, no, the the worst. You know what? For me was I met somebody, thought they were like super cool, and then I went out and we got married. No, no. I um, <laughs> we, we I realized it was so painful. We had ab absolutely nothing to talk about and i realized that like the moment we were on the date like in the first second i got like uh oh like like my spidey senses were going off and then the date lasted so long oh yeah and i could because we like went somewhere together and i drove and i wasn't like here's money for an uber and so we like stayed there and it just dragged on and on and it was like uh, it was Jeez. one of these things. Yeah, it was like a speed date where I'm like, are they going to ring the bell or oh, something? Oh, God. And it just went, I, I swear, it, it felt like it's still going on. She's downstairs in the car. <laughs> oh, my I God. told her I had to run, and I have the windows down. She can breathe. But um, it was just, it was one of those things where, to me, like, I don't go out with somebody unless there's chemistry there. Sure. Like, I'm just not somebody who's like, I'm going out with 60. Girl. I'm not like a, a, um, a Styles best friend character from Teen Wolf in the 80s. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, it's like, I've got to leave this one to get to my three, but I got to be at seven. Right. And as I'm flipping up shades at you. And um, it's just not. So for me, if, like, if I'm going to, and we're both, like, we're all busy. We're so busy. Right. It's like, I'm not going to take that time. So when I go there and then it's like that, I'm like, oh, no. 
Oh God. No. How did you not, did you not talk that much before the date to like, we did not We met like super casually. And then it was, there was like some chemistry. Like it was, I think we were like, you know, chatting it up or whatever. And it was, it was like, Oh, this seems fun. Like this seems like this could be fun or whatever. And then for whatever reason, it was like the, the moment she got in the car, I was like, Oh no. You just knew. I, I wanted, as soon as the moment she got in the car, I wanted to like turn her and go, okay, I guess we're here. Did you think Here's she felt that too? I think that she could tell it was that I wasn't that into it. Yeah. But I was trying. Right. But Yoda says there is no, it's only do or do not. So it's like, I was really trying to like do some shit and I kept referencing Yoda because that's the type of guy I am. That's America. really hot. <laughs> um, but no, I, I was, love that when guys do Ladies love it, especially ladies if you do the, the voice. Yeah. Super sexy. Oh yeah, that's a <laughs> that, panty drop. with a cold. Right. That's, that's Yoda before the <laughs> mucinex kicks in. <laughs> but I, <laughs> He was really just like a Dagobah system. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, that was, so for me, that was like the most... That was so awkward because it went on. It was the amount of time. It was excruciatingly long. You know, I think that you have every right to. I had a guy friend the other day tell me, he goes, Kate, the moment you realize you're not into a guy, you're doing him the hugest favor if you just tell him. Because all these nice things you try to say to guys to make them think like, oh, you know, I'm kind of seeing someone or I'm just or you're great. Yeah, we'll hang again. You try to be polite. But he's like, that just leads them on. He's like, the best thing you can do is the moment you know. It's the Jim Carrey thing from from Dumb and Dumb when he goes so you're telling me there's a chance exactly <laughs> so i think as a guy there's no reason like if you get to dinner and you're like you know what i have to be honest i'm not really feeling this it's gonna be an awkward drive home but at least you like save everybody the time as i'm looking yeah. at the menu i go you know what i feel like the check <laughs> um, oh so good like you'll be like a little bit of an ass but that's the problem too when you're kind of like i don't no. mind though can i be honest with you like i don't i always not, I, I haven't always said this. This isn't like a Jonathan Kite mantra, but it's like I'd rather be respected for the choices. Like I'd rather respect myself right. and, and be and have been honest with somebody. To, yeah, honest, totally. Yeah. Then and to have someone be like, "Oh, I didn't like him because he didn't treat." It was like, "Listen, I I expect the truth." Like that's what my friends and I were very bluntly honest with one another, and so I feel like that's what makes our friendship so strong. And so sure. I just think because it was so new, and then I was like, "Well, maybe you're just being hesitant." You know, like, who knows? Like, you know, try to get back to that fun, playful right, banter. Right, And then it just never... Never happened. It went down the wrong path and we fell. That's why I always meet first dates for happy hour. Always. Meet them at the bar, one drink. If 45 minutes in, I'm like, oh, this is going well. This is kind of fun. Then I leave and leave them wanting more. That's really good. That's my go-to. I had, I had something that I had a show. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, can I meet you after the show? Because they were like, oh, we come to, I'll meet you after the show. And then I came, so it was kind of late. Yeah. And then we went to a bar that was like, like even David Lynch was like, nah, this is not right. <laughs> oh, God. Well, Jonathan, um, let's, why don't you tell some people where they can watch you, where they can see you. I know you have other stuff happening too. So Yeah, I'm. Uh, well, follow me on Twitter at JB kite k-i-t-e and that's also my instagram and then um you can uh i put up i I do stand up like four or five times a week in town i'm going to be hopefully shooting a special in a few months and i'm on two broke girls every thursday night 9 30 8 30 central on cbs yeah yeah you're so great thanks Uh, for coming you're great kate tell people where they can find you oh you guys know i'm at kate q funny on everything well uh this is uh stephen kramer at stephen glickman 
uh, with a PH on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, December 9th, come down to the nighttime show at the Lyric Ooh. Theater. Love you guys so much. Thanks so much for coming. We all love you. And Jonathan, God bless. God, God bless us all. Yes. God bless Hashtag us all. Bless. together. God bless okay. us all. I, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. Bye. Take two. <laughs>